0: Building muscle is a slow process. It could take weeks and months just to add on a couple pounds of lean muscle mass. And even though there's no way around the hard work and putting in the time, there are proven ways that you could speed up your progress. So today I'll be going over the five best ways to build muscle faster as a natural. And these aren't going to be just some random tips based on bro science. Every tip is 100% backed by real scientific evidence. By following the recommendations drawn from the decades of research on building muscle, we can be guaranteed to get faster results. The first way to speed up results is by increasing training frequency, training intensity, and your training volume per session. Training frequency refers to the number of days per week that you work the same muscle groups. So if you only work each muscle in your body once a week, you'll have a lower training frequency than someone working each muscle three times a week. With training volume, I'm referring to a combination of the total amount of sets and reps you perform for each muscle group. And intensity refers to the weight load you're using. You can think of the total amount of work you're performing as frequency times sets times reps times weight load. Studies show that if your goal is to build more muscle, we want to work on increasing the total amount of work performed over time as we adapt. One study compared the effects of working muscle groups one day per week using a split body routine versus three days per week using a total body routine. The total body routine three times a week had a significant advantage over the split training routine, targeting each muscle group only one time per week those in the three time per week group experienced a 68% increase in quad thickness, as well as much greater increases in forearm size and strength when compared to the one time per week group. Now, this doesn't mean that split training is worse than full body training, because there are ways that you could perform split training more than just once per week. Also, frequency has to be balanced out with volume and intensity, because when you train at a really high volume or when you lift really, really heavy weights, your muscles need more time to recover and they don't need as high of a training frequency. But the study does show that when everything else is equal, a higher training frequency will provide faster results. With volume, we can increase either sets or reps and just increasing one of the two can lead to greater muscle growth. For example, one study compared the effects of using either one set, three sets, or six sets per exercise. And it found that doing at least two to three sets per exercise was associated with 46% greater strength gains than one set. Also, multiple sets were associated with 40% greater hypertrophy than a single set, with four to six sets resulting in even greater gains. This proves that increasing the amount of sets performed for each muscle group can lead to more muscle growth. But again, We can't increase frequency, sets, reps, and weight load all at the same time. They have to balance out. So which should you focus on? Well, another eight-week-long study compared a higher amount of sets and reps versus a higher amount of weight load used. Essentially, we were comparing volume versus intensity. The results of this study showed that the high-intensity, low-volume group had more upper body strength gains and muscle gains than the high-volume, moderate-intensity group. They concluded that focusing on training intensity over volume may provide an advantage for accelerating muscle growth and strength gains. So to sum all this up, you want to first primarily make sure that you're exercising at a high intensity where you're lifting heavy weight loads. That's goal number one for naturals to consistently pack on more muscle mass. Next, by doing more sets and more total reps with a higher weight load throughout the workout, you can increase the total amount of work performed further, leading to even greater strength gains and greater muscle gains. So make sure you aim for at least two to three sets per muscle group. And finally, you have to balance all this out with training frequency. For maximal muscle growth, you should attempt to work each muscle group at least two times per week. Now, you might be wondering, since intensity is so important, what's the best way to increase it? And that's actually my second tip, which is to use progressive overload. Progressive overload is basically splitting up your routine into micro, meso, and macro cycles. You can imagine this as splitting up your routine into weeks, months, and years. You would spend a few weeks focusing on one rep range like 5 to 8 reps, then you switch to another rep range like 3 to 4 reps, and then you could switch to a higher rep range like 12 to 15 reps you don't only have to change up reps either. You can also apply periodization to your sets as well as other variables like even training frequency. But the point is that research shows that periodized strength training programs elicit greater strength gains than non-periodized programs. Now within the realm of periodization, you have the standard block or what some people would call the linear periodization model where you would stick to the same cycle of let's say five to eight reps for three to four weeks before switching to a new cycle. There's also daily undulating periodization, also known as DUP, where rather than waiting three to four weeks, you might be changing up your rep ranges on a daily basis. For example, if you're training your chest twice a week, you might do three to four reps for one chest workout, which would be considered more of your heavy day. And then the second day of the week, you can do eight to 12 reps for a lighter intensity, higher volume day. Many experts claim that DUP is superior to the older block training model, but I don't fully agree, and neither do the studies. Some studies show that the block training model is more efficient than the DUP model in producing strength gains, while other studies show the exact opposite, that DUP is better at producing strength gains than the block model. And if you combine all of the studies together, DUP does seem to beat out periodization for strength gains, although further research is required. I think the block training model is still great because it does offer the advantage of spending more time in one rep range, allowing you more time to make greater adaptions within that one rep range. And that's something you don't really get with DUP. But The point is that in either case, using either type of periodization will give you drastically faster results than not using it at all. Make sure you're mixing up your rep ranges, whether you're doing it on a daily, weekly, or a monthly basis. Try each and see which one works best for you. Next, I have a tip for those of you that don't want to lift really heavy weight to build muscle. Even though exercising at higher intensities with heavier weight is my go-to for building muscle, there is another option, blood flow restriction training. For those of you that have never heard of this type of training, it involves wrapping the limb of the muscle that you're intending to work with either cuffs or wraps to allow the flow of blood to your muscles from your arteries while preventing the return of that blood back through the veins. It essentially traps a lot more blood in the muscles that you're working, giving you a far greater pump. Research on blood flow restriction training shows that low intensity resistance training, even as low as 20 to 50% of your one rep max can increase muscle size and can increase muscle strength the same way that traditional high intensity resistance training can. Now, if you're working out at a low intensity level, like 20% of your one rep max without blood flow restriction training, I promise you that you definitely won't be seeing these kind of results. In fact, you'll probably be completely wasting your time. This was proven in one study that compared regular walking with walking while restricting blood flow to the legs. For the blood restriction group, the thigh muscle cross-sectional area and the muscle volume increased by four to 7%, and their one rep max increased by eight to 10%. The regular walking group, on the other hand, experienced absolutely no changes at all, meaning the blood flow restriction group had statistically significant gains in muscle size and strength. The same thing was demonstrated in another study where instead of walking, the two groups engaged in low intensity resistance training at 20% of their one rep max. The group with the blood flow restriction experienced more than five times the gains in muscle cross-sectional area. They also increased their one rep max for squats 8% higher than the control group and 20% higher for leg curls. Even though I still prefer high intensity training with heavy weight, Low intensity blood flow restriction training can be a great way to throw in some variety into your routine and can be great for people that can't lift heavy weights due to an injury or some other issue. Typically you would wanna wrap at the top of your leg or at the top of your arm right above your biceps. Wrap one layer, don't wrap across your whole leg or your whole arm, it should look like it's one band circling around the same spot. Don't wrap it as tight as you can because that could restrict the blood flow from your arteries defeating the whole purpose. So you would want it snug, not unbearably tight. And then you would aim for higher reps with only low intensity loads. An example would be four sets each with only 30 seconds of rest in between. The first set would be 30 reps, and then the last three would be 15 reps. Let's move on to the next thing you'll wanna do, which is eat a higher protein diet. Muscles are mostly made up of protein, so it shouldn't be a big surprise that having a higher protein diet will help you build muscle faster. But how much protein is enough? Well. Scientists from McMaster University found that a protein intake of 0.6 to 0.8 grams per pound of body weight spread between three to four meals is ideal for maximizing protein synthesis. They also mentioned that more protein may be necessary when restricting calories and for really, really lean individuals. This goes hand in hand with another study by Eric Helms that recommends increasing protein intake between 0.8 to 1.3 grams of protein per pound of body weight as you increase your caloric deficit. Deficit and get leaner. Also, another study confirms that 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight is a great starting point, although athletes may benefit from an even greater protein intake. This leads many people to believe that you'll just continue building more and more muscle as you increase your protein intake higher and higher. But that doesn't seem to be the case. One study compared a very high protein intake of about two grams of protein per pound of body weight to 0.8 grams of protein Per pound of body weight at the end of the eight week long study the researchers concluded there were no significant changes between the two groups for body weight fat mass fat free mass or body fat percentage so having between 0.8 to one gram of protein per pound of body weight spread out between three to four meals seems to be ideal for building muscle faster and if you're really lean or you're cutting calories to lose body fat you can slightly increase your protein intake higher than that The last thing I wanna go over is supplementation. There are only two supplements that have consistently proven to be effective at accelerating muscle growth. The first one is creatine. Even though there are so many studies proving the effectiveness of creatine, I just want to draw your attention to one meta-analysis of over a hundred different studies. In this giant review of creatine and its effects, it was concluded that creatine monohydrate is the most extensively studied and the most effective nutritional supplement available to athletes in terms of increasing high-intensity exercise capacity and lean body mass. In a nutshell, creatine is one of the best supplements to enhance physical performance and appearance as well. It's also safe for both short-term and long-term use, although one study did find a link between long-term creatine use and hair loss. However, the evidence on hair loss is inconclusive and requires further research, but it's something to keep in mind. All you need is three to five grams of creatine per day to experience the benefits. Even though it's not required, you can also load up on creatine for the first three days to quickly increase stored creatine levels. You would do this by consuming about 0.14 grams of creatine per pound of body weight, and then after the three days, switch back to just three to five grams per day to maintain elevated creatine levels. Also, studies suggest that when you combine creatine with a source of carbohydrates and protein, it appears to increase the muscular retention of the creatine. And protein powder is actually that second supplement that's proven to be effective. One analysis of over 32 studies concluded that protein powder won't help you if you just take it without exercise, but if you are training, it can help increase muscle hypertrophy and strength. For muscle building purposes, 20 to 40 grams of protein powder in a shake is all you really need whey protein is the most bioavailable and it has the highest concentration of essential amino acids plant-based protein sources don't have as large of a variety of essential amino acids as animal based ones do but you can mix multiple plant-based sources of protein to get all your amino acids in The last study I want to mention is a study that compared the effects of whey protein and creatine on lean body mass. The group that took whey protein experienced more lean body mass gains than the placebo group and the group that took whey protein in combination with creatine experienced significantly more muscle growth than both. That's it guys. I really hope this video has helped you out. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to my channel and hit that bell icon so you can be notified whenever I release more future free tips and tricks just like this. Also, if you're looking for the fastest way to significantly increase muscle mass in the next six weeks without having to go through years of trial and error, check out my six week muscle building challenge. You'll get a customized meal plan, a progressive 42 day workout plan designed to build muscle fast, and an accountability coach to help guide you through the entire challenge. The best part is, as long as you complete the challenge without cheating and without quitting, you can have the whole course and all the materials for free. To find out more, click the link below in the description, or you can just visit my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. I'll see you guys soon.